Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, PK, Snapjaw, Small. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, my family is rather big, and I have a lot of extended family that up until recently, I've never gotten a chance to meet. And that means a lot of cousins that I've never known and finally getting to know. And they're all great. I love them all. They're all very nice, smart, accomplished people, and we have great relationships. And that's about as far as it goes. And I've never been put to the test to think that it could go any further because I've never had to. But I've also never been the victim of a random gas station shooting and had that put to the test. But this week's guest, well, didn't even really need that to happen to find out what it was like to really kind of take things all the way with your cousin. I went all the way to the Easy Serve gas station to find out what that's like from this week's guest. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and I'm coming to you, uh, well, I'm coming to you just having left the Easy Serve gas station, and boy, there is uh, quite a commotion going on here. Uh, I'm joined by somebody else who was there with me. I'm talking to Dee. Hi, Dee. Hi. Oh, hey, Adam. How are you? I'm really good. There's a lot going on here. Um, Why don't you fill in people here listening to the show? What What just happened here? Oh my God, you're not going to believe this story. Like, okay, this is, it's the most crazy thing that's ever happened to me. And I mean, what to me, like near me, you know, sure, it was, sure. It was around me. So I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on a little bit of a road trip, a little lady, a little solo lady trip right now throughout California. Nice. And I, um, thank you. And I, uh, pulled off at the easy serve to, mm-hmm. to, uh, have uh, something was wrong with my tire. I think I, I think I had run over some, nails or something on the, um, on the freeway. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled into the East because I see they got a garage there to help me fix it. And, um, so they got, they got my car up on the, on the thing. And I'm kind of waiting over on the side, having a, a, a Coke. And, um, all of a sudden, uh, the guy who works at the station, uh, starts, starts freaking out. He's just like, kind of starts running around and I'm, I'm, I kind of can't tell what's going on, yeah. you know, but he's, he's real agitated and he's running back and forth and he's shouting about, um, he's shouting about cans. He's talking about cans. And I'm just kind of like, what? You know, I didn't know if maybe, you know, some people got to do medication and stuff and maybe he's having a real hard time or something. Sure. Sure. There, there before the grace of God. So I'm thinking, you know, this, this poor dude needs some help. And, and then the guy who runs the gas station, um, points up into the hill like right so you know across the street there's that sort of that like incline it's kind of like a rocky hilly area there with some brush and everything there's a guy up on the hill with one of the big guns what are those long guns called sniper rifles yeah like exactly so you know like a sniper rifle i unfortunately do yeah oh god that was a heavy response do you well it's it's a, a little more commonplace from you know from where I'm from. Oh, are you from a hunting area or just a real violent? <sighs> you know what, D? You could say I am from a hunting area known okay. as the United States of America. Okay, I'm I'm on board yeah. with this because yeah. this is the incident. You know, this is a real problem, and all yeah. of a sudden here now it's a problem for me. I've always been watching the news programs and thinking, well, this is a problem we got to get under control, but thank God. 
And now all of a sudden, this was a real problem for me. So this guy is just shooting at the gas station. But the boss guy is saying he's trying to shoot you to the guy who's running back and forth. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with this guy. I don't know if he's in the mafia. I don't know if he's got a real checkered past or something. But there is a guy, or he was there, on top on the side of the hill trying to shoot at. So I take cover. I take cover behind the Coke machine because mm-hmm. I'm scared. I don't I don't know what's going on. Of course. On. Of course. And then he shoots up the Coke machine. He shoots up the Coke machine. You but know, you're nothing, okay. Is nothing sacred? Oh, God, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. So then the guy who's running back and forth, who's all scared, who's getting the bullet, you know, shot at him, gets in my car. He tries to get, he gets in my car. He takes my cars up on a little bit raised up so they can fix the wheel. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no tire on the car. This just, it's just a hubcap gets in my car and, and tries to peel out, but you can't peel out when you don't have any tires. That's definitely true. And so he's going down, he leaves and he goes down the street. And so, you know, we, but the guy with the gun follows my car. And so I says to the um, guy who runs the place, we should call the police or something. And he said, you know, I already did. And I said, okay. So police come and long story short, this is where they found my car. The guy, the, 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 the crazy, the real hyped up guy who thought he was being shot drove it to the carnival. Yeah. We're standing outside of a carnival. Uh, It's, I mean, it's your typical carnival scene given, except for the fact that there's a, a, a two door Dodge with no wheels that have been, that's been driven down the road. Yeah. And we got the police tape up and everything. So they're now they're saying, you know, my car here is part of the scene in the crime. So they got a, you know, they're questioning the guy. I think they found him over in that, you know, one of the, one of the, uh, you know, the, vehicles that can move when they got to move, you know, sells mm-hmm. food or something, you know, at the carnival. It, so I got to wait here for my car to be released so I can take it back and have them put on the tires so I can get on my way. Well, D, I think this is a, you know, obviously this is a very exhilarating part of your, of your ladies cross country trip. Yeah. Um. So, so if you wouldn't mind just to get to know you a little better, take me through what inspired this ladies cross country trip, because not a lot of people do that. I know. And you know yeah. what, so what, what was going on that made you want to, made you want to do this? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's lady singular. Cause I my, was supposed to bring two of my, my girlfriends with me, but you know, mm-hmm. everybody's all talk until you got to put your butt in the seat and buckle the seatbelt and get the toll money ready. And then everybody's like, Oh, I got a job or, you know, I got kids. So I'm, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this myself. Yeah. So, um, but you know, if it's, it's every classic, what spurs on any lady road trip, a heartbreaking breakup story. So that's what got you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to, you know, I had to get out of town. I got to forget this guy. It's real hard because we work at the same place. That's and tough. I just said, you know, I want to drive. I want to drive across the country and maybe have some time to think about, you know, what I want, what I don't want, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and what you know, I, I did not list get my car stolen by somebody who's trying to be assassinated and driven to the grounds of a fair and abandoned. That was not on my want list. Well, I don't think anybody has that on their checklist of cross country trips, but you know, I, I look, I don't know this guy. I, I just, you know, I, I'm on your side on this D I think this guy's a fool, but I think sometimes you can be a little, 
you can certainly be crestfallen after a breakup and you can think like, oh God, what's the point? You know, what am I going to do now? Was that ever going through your head during your trip? Oh God. Yeah. Most of all, you know, I just, I wanted to change the scenery because you know how it is when you're like, this person's no good for me, Sure. but then you got to see him at 9am every day. Mm -hmm. And then you happen to go to the same bar that they go to. And then you sign up at the same gym that they signed up for. And then you join the same church that they belonged to after you researched what they do on their weekends. So I can't escape this guy. You know, he is in every part of my life. Plus, technically, he's married to my cousin Gina right now. So it's like there's like crossover. It's like familial. It's workplace. So, yes, as I launched on this trip, I was like, you know, D. Quite literally, you need a change of scenery because everywhere you look, there he is. I can't escape him. And I'm sorry if you're trying. That's like, oh, I smoke too much. I'm going to quit smoking. And everywhere you look, there's a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I I drink too much. And but, you know, here, have a drink, D, Mm -hmm. have a drink to quit worrying about quit drinking. That's what this feels like. Have a smoke. So you're not worried about stopping smoking. It's like it's when you a, buy a Ford probe and then you see everybody else is driving a Ford probe. It sort of ruins it thing. for you. Yeah. That's a real thing, isn't yep. it? I hear you. Know, you. Why, yeah. why? No, I, that's bullshit when that happens. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, why don't you say what kind of car you're going to buy first? You declare it, write it down on a piece of paper and date it and have it a signatory person sign it. Well, so you, you know, say it was your idea. I don't want to be over. I don't want to overstep here, D, but I want you to know you're not alone because I have met so many people who have had affairs with their cousin spouses. And I think it's oh. more commonplace than than you would think it is. So don't don't fall into that trap of regret and like, oh, God, should I have not slept with my cousin spouse? You know, that's that, that's more common than you, than you would like to than you would like to think it is. See, that is really nice to hear, because when I opened up to a few of my girlfriends and I was like, you know, can we be can we have a real talk? And they were like, of course, D, you can tell us anything. We're like blood sisters, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I'm fucking Gina's husband. Everybody loses their goddamn mind. And I'm like, okay, are we not supposed to tell the truth to each other? Like, what kind of a friendship is this? You know, if you can't tell it to your thing, blood sisters, who can you? Thank you. But their whole thing that they come back with is like, um, but Gina's our friend too. You know, like, it's not like, we don't know your cousin. She's our she's in our book club. And I'm like, yeah, well, maybe we need to end the book club because nobody reads the books and we're all just like sitting around. It's not healthy. So maybe this is the perfect excuse to, you know, excise Gina. But everybody's like, well, why should we get rid of Gina? She didn't do anything wrong. Why, why don't you? And I'm like, God, this is it just felt like a lot of animosity coming at me. So then I, you know, uninvited them from the girls trip and I, I decided to lone wolf it. What's your relationship like? Has your relationship with your cousin always kind of been a little fraught? Because I feel like that's sort of a, and again, no judgment here, because yeah. like I said, it's more commonplace than you think, but it does feel like a big step to go from, this is my cousin. I love her to I'm having sex with her spouse. Yeah. Well, here's the great part is our relationship's never been better because she doesn't know I'm fucking her husband. So it's like, we're all, co- we're copacetic. And that's what I'm trying to say to my girlfriends. Yeah, I'm like, don't fuck this up. Just because I told you this thing mm-hmm. doesn't mean you got to go fuck it all up. Yeah. For me, 
Well, that's what a good friend would do. A good friend would keep their mouth shut. Thank you. Because otherwise, what is friendship? Like if I can't tell you about, you know, the crazy things I'm doing, why do I even, why do I even have a group of friends? Like your friends are supposed to co-sign to every fucking dumb idea you have, not say a word and, and, you know, let it rip. And then when it all blows up in my face, you can say, you know, we were worried about this, but I'll say, of course you were. It was a really dumb move but I'm happy that you kept your mouth shut. And, uh, you know, at least we got a six good months in before Gina found out. So I feel like the clack's ticking because I feel like one of these ladies is going to start running their mouth. So that's kind of another reason I left town. Uh, D again, not to be too personal because, you know, just, just getting to know you, uh, from what I hear, that can be part of the excitement. You know, you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. You're fucking your cousin's husband. Right, this right. is all very exciting. Is this the first time you've ever done something like this? Well, I, I mean, my cousin, like my first cousin. Or anybody yes. else. Any any other cousins, any other friends or, or. Well, this is this is what I this is my joke. I'm like, God forbid you're from like a big Irish Catholic family because. You're related to everybody. So sure. Is this the first time I've stepped out on one of my first cousin spouses? Yes. Technically, have I been related to other men that I have engaged in sexual contact with? Mm-hmm. Technically, like if it went to Judge Judy and they were like showing the portfolio with sure. like, here's, you know, proof of family tree. And like, we, you know, we did 23 and me. Yes. So, but this is the first time it's like, it's tricky because Gina's like, you know how like people have those plaques in their house. They're like, my cousins are my best friends, you know, like, oh yeah, Gina kind of is one of my best friends. So, I mean, but like everybody's acting like I don't feel bad about this. And they're like, oh D, this is your MO. Like you, you, you're repeating this behavior you know, and I'm like, technically, I'm not because the other two instances that they're pointing to was a second cousin. Yeah. Her spouse. Sure. And then the other one was not even related, but it was my ex-husband's cousin. So I'm not related to him. Ron was related to him. Yeah. So I don't I mean, that to me is like, oh, potato, potato. Like that depends on what you call family, what you call sex, you know? Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think once the marriage is null and void, I think anybody related to or friends with that person is fair game for you to do, you know, whatever your natural urges are to do. Thank you. Cause what I don't live in, you know, metropolitan USA with a hundred million residents. Okay. I live in a medium sized town and like, you're gonna run into people that you know like i you know it's just like i don't know it it i just felt like if i can just speak honestly i just like Please. felt like i was being attacked like i was mm-hmm. being attacked for like living my best life like i'm not young anymore right so it's like when you see something that is going to spark joy in your life like i'm going to say go get it go lock that down well i think you know it it kind of all comes back to how we met because 
you know, you're right, people. And, and it's not even the fact that we're not as young as we used to be. I think it's every day is a gift and you don't know when that's going to go away. You know, one minute you're drinking a Coke waiting for your tire to get fixed. And the next thing you know, some guy's shooting up the gas station that you're at. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, when when a gift is presented to you, you got to go for it. You got to open it. You got to open, open the wrapping paper and see what's inside. And maybe you want to return it. And maybe there's a receipt taped to the to the bottom of it. But yeah. And so you've, you've hit the nail on the head. If anything, this, and I will, I'm going to call it this, this brush with death Mm -hmm. has just made me more emboldened to return to my town and let her rip. Like, I'm just going to be like, listen, I stared death in the face at the easy sip on 119. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of these people have never well, this is going to sound real rude, but I think a lot of these people have not really lived like a full life. So when they see somebody like flying close to the sun, they have a lot of, they have a lot of thoughts about it. They're jealous. You can say it. They're jealous. Yeah. You've been out there, you're doing it. You're, you're living life the way it's meant to be lived. And some people can't handle that. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I, you know, today, as I was crouching behind the Coke machine, I was like, I don't want to go out like this. Like, I don't want to go out getting a stray bullet meant for the gas station worker because yeah. I mean, still, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell was going on there, but like, I, I don't want to be crossfire. Right. Sure. Sure. Damn. That's good. Right. I, maybe I'll get a, um, here at the carnival, maybe I'll get a shirt that's like airbrush that says, I don't want to, I don't want to get caught in the crossfire. Well, if I could, if I could be so bold as to offer a suggestion, maybe instead of my cousin is my best friend plaque, you can get a plaque in your house that says, I don't want to be caught in the crossfire. I like that. I really like that. Yeah. That way when people come over, they know exactly what you're all about. And, and, but they'll, and I'll know. I'll know. Yeah, of course. The subtext to that is like, if I'm, if I want to fuck a cousin, I'm going to fuck my cousin. You got to do it. That's why they're there. Well, D, you're a delight. I really hope your car gets fixed and I really hope you don't get caught in the crossfire. I hope you get back to your town and I hope, you know, I, I hope it's open season on all cousins and all cousin spouses. That is like the nicest thing I think I have heard in a, at least a year and a half. Like if everyone could meet me with that kind of support, the sky would be the limit for me. And I just, I mean, what a happy, what a happy circumstance. If I find out that I cannot get my car released because it is evidence, uh, if you would want to go grab some dinner in here at the carnival, I would be, I'd love to uh, buy you some pizza and a cup. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's see what the police say about all this and then we'll go from there. How's that sound? I love it. I love getting the police involved in all my decisions. Absolutely. Well, Dee, you're a delight. Best of luck on the rest of your road trip and thanks for coming by. Oh my God. Thank you. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show was produced by myself and Nate Dufort with Ryan Counts House with editing done by Nate Dufort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson. And our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. I want to thank Kate James for coming by and playing D and talking about all kinds of fun cousin-related activities. If you want to know more about Kate, check her out on the new season of Work in Progress on Showtime. She's written some episodes on there. You can find that all now. You can binge the whole season. So check out Work in Progress. You can find it on Showtime. 
If you like the show and you want to support us, go to www.patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead, where you can find new weekly bonus content only available to our Patreon patrons. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.